Good morning, everybody. I'm kind of distracted this morning. Got a lot to do today. Welcome to It's a Religion. Ehud, son of Dennis, come to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. Thank you for stopping by. We uh, at It's a Religion love to praise the Lord Jesus and his lordship over the universe, over uh, creation, over uh, really everything, because he is the king of kings and the lord of lords. There is uh, no other true religion on the planet, no other true uh, fact that explains why we are here, why uh, things exist, and how they work. And if you believe that we came from a bowl of soup millions of years ago, God bless you. And I hope you find the, the real truth someday because that is a lie from the pit of hell. We're going to see an article a little bit later that, that speaks to that nature. But we like to start with the Bible. We start in the book of Genesis. Uh, I've done that the last few years, every January. And we are on uh, chapter 27 today. So I'm going to start right in this morning because, uh, like I said, I got... Uh, lots of stuff happening today that I need to get to. And um, the best way to start every day is in Scripture, folks. Reading the Bible, reading something out of the Bible. Uh, every time I read through it, I've learned something new that I didn't know before. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. It's a, That's why they call it the living word. It's not because it changes with the times. It doesn't say uh, things are different today than they were then, so we should do this or that. It says it, it affects you. It's living. It's active. It's like a two-edged sword, uh, you know, cutting and shaping you into a, a new person. And so it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So Genesis 27, let's go. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, and said unto him, My son, and he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons and quiver and thy bow, and go out in the field and take me some venison, and make me savory meat such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, and my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son and said, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to, uh, to that which I command thee. You know, I never thought about this. I always thought, you know, Jacob was the deceiver in this in this mode. But Rebecca is the one that encouraged this. So go now uh, to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids from the goats of the goats. And I will make of them savory meat for thy father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it. You know, I never realized that you could make goat taste like venison. I mean, they're two different animals, right? But, uh, you know, Isaac is old and Rebecca does know how to cook it for him. And thou shalt bring it to thy father that he may eat and may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, behold, Esau, my brother is a hairy man and I am a smooth man. My father peradventure will feel me and I shall seem to him as a deceiver and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, upon me be thy curse, thy son, only obey my voice and go fetch them. 
And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory meat such as his father loved. And Rebekah took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put on the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob and came unto his father and said, My father, and he said, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according to thy, as thou badest me. I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, and thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Man, that is not good. And yet, through all this, through this deception, uh, Jacob is does end up getting blessed, and he does become Israel, um, the chosen people of God to bear bear Christ and show uh, how God's redemption works. And that's basically, I believe, what he did through Israel. He was showing slavery and captivity to sin and then a release and freedom in Christ uh, through the release and freedom that, that the Jews got from Egypt and, and were able to go into the promised land. And Isaac put unto, unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near unto his Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands of the hands are Esau. And he discerned him not, because of his hands were hairy and his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him, and he said, Art thou my son Esau? And he said, Yes, I am. And he said, Bring it near me, and I will eat my son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat. And he brought him wine, and he drank. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him. And he said, See, the smell of my son is the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore God give thee a dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn, and wine, and let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee, and be Lord over thy brethren, and thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be every one who curses thee, and blessed he that blesses thee. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of the blessing of Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out of the presence of Isaac his father, and Isaac his brother came in from his hunting, and he also bade savory meat, made savory meat and brought it unto his father, and said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac his father said unto him, Who art thou? And he said, uh, I am thy son, thy firstborn, Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me, and I have eaten of all before you came, and have blessed him, yea, and he shall be blessed. And when Esau heard the words of his father, <coughs> excuse me, he cried a great cry, with exceeding bitter cry, and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, my father. And he said, Thy brother came with subtlety and has taken away thy blessing. And he said, Is not the right? Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Has thou not reserved a blessing for me? And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy lord, and all his brethren, and I give unto him for his servants. And with corn and wine have I sustained him, and what shall I do now to thee, my son? And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me even also, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and the dew of the heaven from above, and thy sword by thy sword shalt thou live, and shall serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass, when you shall have dominion, have the dominion, you shall take and break this his yoke off from thy neck. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand, and then I will slay my brother Jacob. And these words 
of Esau, the elder son, were told to Rebekah. And she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, thy brother Esau, as touching thee, does comfort himself, purposing to kill thee. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice, and arise. Flee thou to Laban, my, my brother, to Haran, and tarry with him a few days, until thy brother's fury turn away, until thy brother's anger turn away from thee. And he forget that which thou hast done unto him, and then I will send and fetch thee from thence from there and uh, why should I be deprived also of you both in one day and Rebekah said to Isaac I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth if Jacob take a wife of the daughters of Heth such as these which are of the daughters of the lamb what good shall my life do to me so that was her excuse for sending Jacob away prior to Isaac uh, passing from the earth so we'll see what happens in, ver in chapter 28 tomorrow but there was a story uh, in CBN News that I wanted to get to this morning that uh, is really the, the purpose of this whole thing. Um, there was a guy uh, from Saved by Satan, it says, to Saved by Jesus. Ex-Satanist story about finding Christ goes viral. A few months ago, Carl Sater would have described himself as someone who hated God, but today the 35-year-old says he wants everyone to experience God's love. Carl's story of salvation is going viral on social media. And uh, he goes through, a, goes through a little posting that he did wearing a Saved by Satan shirt. Um, and Carl gave his life to Christ at the Cross Church at Parkers, Parkersburg, West Virginia, in November. The former meth addict told CBN News he had been running from God since he was age five. And here's, here's the key here. I've always had this emptiness in my life, he said. No matter what religion I followed, I always believed that when you died, you were dead. That was it. You were in the ground. Carl shared that he was an atheist for 15 years and a Satanist for five years. I would argue, argue you tooth and nail that he did not exist. I was living in a vicious cycle of drugs and alcohol. I had a severe anger problem. I blamed everyone and everything. I also blamed God, which ultimately I would say, ultimately he did blame God for all of it by blaming others. Carl said it wasn't until he hit rock bottom in 2021 and he began to have an open mind about Jesus. I couldn't stand who I was and what I was going on in my life, he explained. I tried to commit suicide. Carl decided to try Cross Church where Minister Rich Walters had invited him more than a year ago. And he said, I'd love to have you for a service, he said. I'd walk a different path, buddy. You never catch me there. It will be a cold day in hell before you see me in a church. But it was that invitation, a word of knowledge about Carl's life, and a message on forgiveness that led Carl to let go of hate and give his life to Christ. We didn't even get to the preaching yet because we were still singing, praising and worshiping. We didn't even make it 15 minutes in the service before he ran to that bat baptismal tank. Today, he's a worshiper. Today, he's a believer. Today, he's my brother in Christ. It's The old song says, there's just no telling what you're going to do in that moment Jesus gets a hold of you. Praise God. Now, here's what he says about his life. Now, I feel completely whole. I feel at peace with myself. There is no longer a void, Carl told CBN News. Everything has changed about me. And, you know, it goes on from there, and you can see the article on CBN News, but that that's the beauty of Christ, folks. That's the beauty of of coming to an understanding of who created you, who came and saved you, uh, who is at the right hand of God, uh, interceding for you in your life. And, uh, you know, all you need to do... I used to think that you needed to receive Christ. And it, you know, the Bible talks about receiving salvation to a certain degree, but that, it's already there. It's kind of like technology is already, the technology that we use today has always been there. It's not like it wasn't there and we just, 
uh, evolved into it, right? Because that's what people think of evolution. We have all this stuff now that we can do, and we've evolved to this point. It has, it's just building upon previous generations' knowledge. It has nothing to do with evolving. But the point is that this stuff has always been there. God put it in place. He just didn't allow us to discover it until a certain time frame, right? And, uh, you know, this guy, Christ's salvation has always been there. He just needed to accept the fact that, A, there was a God that created him, and B, a Jesus who saved him and whom he needed in his life as as the foundation or purpose of his life. And people try and fill that void with all kinds of other things. It could be drugs, alcohol. It could be, uh, again, work. It could be uh, lots of other things. I'll just leave it at that. There's a lot of ways to fill in that blank. And... Uh, you know, atheism isn't going to do it. Uh, evolutionism isn't going to do it. Shintoism isn't going to do it. Buddhism isn't going to do it. Mohammedism certainly isn't going to do it. Um, God is distant in the Muhammad religion. But So, here's a story of one man. Uh, you never know. You know, I, I, I would think most people that met that man a year ago would have said, there's no way this guy's ever going to be a Christian. And yet that's what Christ does. He saves people. And we all need that salvation, folks. We all need it. Uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. So with that, um, one other story I wanted to, to look at. You know, there's a lot going on in this country. I read an article this morning by Larry Arn, who's the president of Hillsdale College, who talks about the federal bureaucracy and what's gone on and how that's taken years to build up. And now we see the fruit of that labor that it's now trying to turn people into subjects of the government instead of uh, the government working for the people, truly. And uh, I saw a story this morning, um, State AG Blast, Homeland Security, tells it to change its name. And uh, it's funny to me because, you know, why, what is the purpose of Homeland Security if you're not securing anything, if you're not securing our borders? You know, they're basically telling people to use arrest warrants as plane tickets. or some, It's the, some of the craziest stuff um, that I've ever seen. And so I, you know, I don't know what, uh, Oh, Schmidt urged to change the department's name to reflect its secrecy. Right. So there's, there's so much going on at the federal level nowadays. Um, we watched a special by, um, uh, Senator Ron Johnson, uh, the other night and really concluded last night with a bunch of doctors, um, who have, um, come out against or given a second opinion uh about um about uh covid and what we should have done and how this could have been handled so much differently and so much better but again because you have a federal bureaucracy that's corrupt that um and i believe their starting point again doesn't start with god it doesn't start with the bible it doesn't start with jesus christ it starts with secular humanism with um, a belief in evolution, I guarantee it, because if you if you can justify that, if you can justify a belief in uh, random chance processes producing us uh, to yourself, and you don't need to be moral about things. There's no uh, foundation for morality. There's no objective truth. Uh, you can be subjective about anything because you don't know when it's going to change again. So, uh, it's not. It shouldn't be a surprise that people who put their faith and trust in things like that. Uh, circumvent the truth, who will steal elections, who will 
um, do everything it takes to maintain power and authority over people. You look at, at what's going on, folks, in Australia, in some of these Western governments where these bureaucracies have gotten out of hand, Canada, you know, you got 1.4 million truckers trying to go to park in Justin Trudeau's living room until he's removed. And, you know, they're sick and tired of being locked down for a virus that 99.7% you know, of people recover from, especially people that are treated properly, you know. There's been a lot of death that's happened out of this over mistreatment. You know, a guy died the other day that was totally malnourished at a hospital in the United States of America. Things I have, I would never have thought to, I would ever see. And they're just killing people, you know. I, it makes me nervous to even think about going to a hospital. So anyway, I, I'm not going to continue with that. But um, I just wanted to... Uh, Wanted to uh, uh, share a little bit of that this morning, and it's it's really uh, the point is we can get very caught up in all that and uh, what's wrong with the world, what's wrong with our society, and yet I see a story about a guy whose life completely changes by putting his trust in Christ, and I think that's what we need. We need more of that. Um. Talk, people talking to others about Christ and inviting them to um, hear about the good news. Because Christ has come to save you. He came 2,000 years ago and died on a cross, rose again so that you might have life and have it abundantly. And that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be here and now, but it may it will be someday when you're with him. So, hey, with that, I'm going to call it a show. Be blessed. Have a blessed day. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you want to learn more about him, uh, certainly email us at ehud at org. That's ehud at itsareligion.org. And we'll be happy to uh, help you along your journey. Um, and uh, those of you who know Christ, revel in him today. So have a great day, everybody. Lord, for the small things like me and her on a poor swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that He's done for my mama, for my friends.